Now recording. Welcome. 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 Welcome to Cybercast. Cybercast, episode 2 of 2021. I'm Clay. I'm Ty. I'm Tosh. And I'm Dick. Daily. <laughs> For the record. <laughs> uh, so, um, we are going to talk about the the macbook hands-on experience that both uh tosh and i have had it's really going to be mostly tosh's uh uh discussion because i have had a discussion already about it on bubble sword if you'd like to hear my thoughts on it go listen to bubble sword i'll put the show link in the show notes we're also going to talk about silk sonic which we will as, as we should oh, yeah and then we will touch on the, the grammys which i think uh Tosh is probably the only one who's seen this year, unless unless Ty has. No, I haven't seen it. Okay, so Tosh will fill us in on the Grammys, and perhaps we shall watch the Grammys next year. Alrighty, so there is a next year. Oh wow, we got we went we went grim there. Interesting. All right. Um, any any things before we touch jump into the MacBooks? Any anything from last episodes that anyone wanted to sort of uh, clarify? bring back up well not not from last episode but i do want to address something that happened recently Mm. that y'all you'll probably all are aware of in atlanta yes oh the obvious hate crime against uh you know the asian population and you know not not even being from or living in the states still super frustrating to see the way that this type of violence gets framed Mm-hmm. much differently than um you know if the perpetrator were of color right right yeah um where you know people want to justify uh, george floyd's murder you know uh recorded murder uh because of him having a, a rap sheet or you know having this or that background right. whereas with this guy they they want to justify it with with just a bad you know, day some some kind of you know whack psychological analysis it's just frustrating it is yeah, yeah it is it is yeah it it i i don't i don't even know where to begin i i don't i don't know where we're headed as a a nation um but all of this started with trump i mean i know we've always had this country has had a, a sort of uh checkered past with the asian community but Trump calling it the you know the Chinese flu or what you know the China flu or whatever other nonsense he would like to throw at it the Asian flu, um, he he has sort of given these hate-filled people a almost mm-hmm. pass to go ahead and and act on on their deepest fears, unfounded fears, and then we have the news stations and the different social uh, platforms. Uh, almost giving a pat on the back and justifying it when, in fact, if something were to happen on the other side with a person of color, all of a sudden it's a thug, uh, their uh, uh, you know a stain on society, and I, I I don't know how we fix this. Yeah, I remember when the pandemic started, and uh, like like Kimmy felt uncomfortable going to the store. People just you, you, like it. It really has been reignited with this whole. With COVID, you know, and it, yeah. and it, I think it has something to do with calling it the China flu. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she wasn't comfortable going to the store. I mean, it's also Texas people are a little bolder here. When mm-hmm. I'm out with them, I I I have to like 
be very vigilant mm-hmm. and you know just look look mean mug look like i don't play you mm-hmm. know um but yeah it's sad and then you have this extreme where people are actually getting killed you know getting shot yeah, yeah. look the, the only silver lining i see that at least at this moment you have a president who will speak out as it happens condemning mm-hmm. it yes rather than i, I couldn't even you know, imagine how people Trump... on both sides or whatever yeah no right yeah, yeah. I couldn't imagine how you would address this if you even would. Like, uh, if actually, you even would, yeah, yeah. I, I, I shudder to think what he, how he would handle it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he, we are where we are because of him uh, on on many fronts. Uh, you know, with the COVID, he just reignited. The, um, yeah, yeah, a lot of things. I mean, uh, we we have we have not. I think with I mean under Obama we had um, we had riots under Obama. Um, and Obama almost sometimes I felt like he was scared to absolutely come out against certain things because it's like, well, I'm, you know, I'm one of you, but I can't like show favoritism maybe if it felt like. Um, but we're we're in different times now and uh, we are in the place where we are because Trump helped to, to cement it a little bit. And hopefully Biden uh, ushers in a new era. Hopefully we'll see. So, yeah, we the Cybercast, we stand with you. We We stand against... What was it? What's the phrase? End Asian hate or yeah, we, stop uh, Asian anti-Asian hate? Asian hate yeah. There's a there's a phrase. Yeah, yeah a a i p or something like that. I forgot what it stands for, but yeah. Well, regardless of a hashtag, yeah, you know, let our positions be known. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. We stand against all hate. I mean, that's period. Yes. Yeah, you don't have to be targeted for us to support, right? Um, or condemn certain actions, but yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's AAPI, uh, Hate Against Asian American Pacific Islanders. So all of the, you know, all, you know, all of, you know, all of the group, like the, you know, the Filipinos, everyone. I mean, there's, there's a, you know, there's just a, a irrational fear of what, of anyone who's different. Like, you know, they fear black people coming into the communities if feel asian people come in i mean it's just it's absolute i mean we're all human we're all one that note. Hmm? on that note yes. yeah how do, how do we segue from <laughs> <here> <laughs> to, uh... <laughs> probably should end it with that but actually that's a good this, we started no no it's you know, it's, you know what, it's at the, it's at right now i mean honestly it's it's at the forefront of all of our minds um and yeah. i think it's a good place to start all right, let's uh, let's talk about uh, Tasha's <laughs> Mac- MacBook <laughs> experience. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I, I made the jump, um, mm-hmm. gave it some thought, and you know, I, I was I was going to get a, a laptop anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I've been without a laptop of my own for quite some time now. And hold uh, on, you were operating without a laptop this whole time. A work laptop. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Which was, uh, yeah, no, which I still have and which is actually quite powerful. But, um, yeah, I, once it started acting up, I realized, okay, I can't really stay in this situation for that much longer because of this crap set. I'll be, yeah, basically my hands will be tied. Mm-hmm. So I, I considered for a moment just getting a, a more upscale, uh, let's say, Windows machine uh, laptop, you know, maybe towards something like a, a Lenovo or uh, an HP, you know, some, um, you know, kind of upscale Windows machines with some power behind it. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you didn't look at the Razors. Mm-hmm. 
Or Alienware. Alienware, yeah. Dell's Alienware. XPS. Yeah, no, those are more geared towards gamers, right? No. Actually, they, like they if I were to get a computer uh, for, for photography, I probably would get like a Dell XPS, probably. Yeah, I, I, I considered that one as well. I mm-hmm. saw that. I, I was kind of looking specifically for... Um, Machines that could handle music production well and mm-hmm. uh, those sorts of things. I don't. I don't do much else productivity wise. You know, right, um, right. maybe a little bit of light editing here and there, but nothing major. So mm-hmm. for me, having a, a digital audio workstation that runs smoothly is able to handle, you know, the amount of tracks, amount of effects that I use, uh, amount of virtual instruments that I use, which is not a lot comparatively. Um. But still, I want it to run smoothly. I want it to be geared towards uh, uh, being able to perform with it live because I completely switched over to a laptop-based rig mm-hmm. when I play music, which, uh, you know, is great. But, yeah, you need to have that reliability. So considering that scenario, uh, I came back eventually to the MacBook mm-hmm. for, well, the reason, reason number one being not to have to rely on... on ACO for, you know, as, as an audio driver, but uh, be, to be able to use core audio, which is, well, superior. That's kind of a known fact. Mm-hmm. Um, having something that's, you know, even though it has its limitations, as all MacBooks do, is predictable, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, even if there's a, a production flaw, you will know that all MacBooks of that same yeah, <laughs> production yeah, line true. will have it, right? Yeah, that is true. As, as was the case with my previous one, which I used for almost a decade, you know? Right. It was a decade. Um, it? Almost a decade. Yeah. Wow. So that was the kind of, uh, let's say, longevity that was that I was shooting for. Mm-hmm. I'm not usually one to adopt, because I, I got the M1, you know, our, our Mac-produced chip uh, version, which... I would don't think I would normally do, you know, get that right as it hits shelves. But I thought this time I'd, I'd just try it and see see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I was aware that you know, um, even at this point, with you know being some months away from launch, uh, there are still a lot of mainstream applications that don't have native support um, uh, with these machines. But even even with that, you know, running uh, Ableton, which is the workstation that I use with uh you know rosetta mm-hmm. still runs like a charm how does it compare to last time you had it on the macbook pro that you had uh, like in your memory do you remember it being about the same no nah, this this is different this is um at least in terms of um operations um, how fast operations run it's a lot faster mm-hmm. okay I, I guess the the way it performs you know in a live setup might be similar or or the same mm-hmm. at least when you when you hear it, mm-hmm. but I know uh, just watching the CPU count, um, this one is breaking much less of a sweat than my old one would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it feels like it, it almost feels like there's some sort of wizardry happening. Like, it, yeah, I hardly believe. It. Also, it's a 13 inch uh, laptop, yeah. super thin, yep. and yet I'm able to you know basically use you know some some uh, let's say Ableton stock effects, but also a whole bunch of third party effects. And instruments uh, all within the same session, all live, um, without any track freezing. This might go a little bit in the weeds for that's <laughs> <laughs> maybe part of our audience, but yeah, basically, I'm not I'm not taking any shortcuts when it comes to um, 
you know, demanding performance and still operates without breaking a sweat, without even without even turning on the fan it seems which is crazy to me <laughs> yeah the, the fan curve for, for the macbook pro uh it's is way like way later than like the pre like if you put i've seen videos where if you put them next to each other and you have the same app opening f with the same amount of ram and the fan hardly ever kicks in for the the, the m1 yeah so so curve or not i haven't heard it since mm. i opened the box <laughs> mm, nice mm. well tosh compared to like uh because you used your work laptop for this too, right? Mm -hmm. How does it compare to that? So, like, the same amount of load you put on now, would it be sustainable on a PC? Or that uh, version of your laptop? On a, a PC similar to the one I got for work, yeah. Hmm. Probably, yeah. And that's not necessarily the, 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 the reason that... Um, what should I say? So yeah, I mean, performance is a factor, and I could probably, for less money, get a higher performance Windows machine, right? Mm -hmm. But it's it's it comes down to that predictability that I was talking about, and and mm -hmm. having the knowledge that you have a system that's sort of optimally geared towards what's inside of it. Mm -hmm. Where with a Windows machine, it's not the case. You know, even with this high end HP that I got for work, still the video card crapped out for no particular reason. You know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I can get that. That's sometimes a problem with. Uh... I'm gonna wait till they hit the secondary market. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's Craig, a, uh, did we lose Craig for a second there? For, uh, yeah, for a little bit. Probably heard it sound. Yeah, when because I think supposedly at the beginning of next year there's supposed to be uh, the new ones coming out, the 14 and 16. So the used market is going to be flooded a lot of people a lot of people especially bought the 8 14 gigabyte. and 16 inch or something yeah oh okay uh, Craig is disconnected again well we, we have our recordings going anyways um, how many Craig do we I don't know you gotta record Craig <laughs> it's, it's more of a psychological thing isn't it Clay it's known that Craig's there in case yes. something happens exactly <laughs> so uh, overall um, how you rate the machine so far yeah so far it's a straight 10 out of 10 to be honest even with you know running most of the apps that i that are my daily drivers not natively which boggles my mind as well you know i'm basically running an emulation and it still performs like you know nobody's business mm -hmm. and one of the biggest proofs of this you know just the other day i was uh on a zoom call um and there are some things that i can only do uh in windows you know for work so as I was talking, I was just installing, uh, you know, Parallels. That's uh, an emulation uh, software, and uh, you know, downloaded um, an Insider preview of Windows, which works with ARM chips, right? Mm -hmm. um, installed that as I was talking. Ran mm -hmm. Windows as I was talking. <laughs> really? Did what I need to do as I was talking, and still, no fan kicked in. Really? No slowdown on the Zoom call whatsoever. Do you use an external monitor as well? Um, did I? Yeah, I think I did at that time. Because I test any computer I get, like, how many Pornhub windows I can have open at <laughs> once without it, like, <laughs> crapping on me or being too much lag. That's just personally without, how I with test. With or without ad blockers. Hmm? With or without ad blockers. <laughs> yeah, you're, so, you're trying I, to support if the If I can get eight right? open, that's fine. That's what I, you know, then it's a good computer.
But I'm sure I can handle more than that. I might handle 12. <laughs> <laughs> I just do the test the computer. I don't, nothing, nothing. Just more. for research purposes. Just video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, one thing that's not new to this model, but which I was at the time kind of skeptical about uh, the touch bar. Mm-hmm. I'm using it all the time. Really? You like really. it? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I, I, I didn't realize how, how context sensitive it was. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So you're using it all the time by accident? (laughs) No. No, uh, purposefully, but um, yeah, I mean, of course, depending on uh, how well it's implemented per app, you know, there are a lot of useful shortcuts in there. And uh, that's the thing I kind of slept on. But once once you actually, you know, uh, notice it and see how how it integrates into your, your, your workflow, it's really convenient. I think a lot of times people look at the touch bar and especially because it was sort of pooped, you know, everyone sort of, you know, dumped on it when it first came out because it's like, okay, why not just make the whole screen touch bar uh, a touch screen instead of like this, this touch bar. And hmm. so people, uh, first of all, didn't, didn't want to use it. And second of all, uh, the, the app developers didn't really make them useful like you know they they could have made you could have made it uh every time you open your app you could you could say okay well this is a sound editing app let's make the bar this or give it the option to be this or that you know right Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean i i i I debated because i have the macbook air right and i debated between whether i was going to get the bar or not and i was like you know um, I'm I'm testing this out. I'm seeing if I even like or want to use the M1 Mac. So I just went for the cheapest one with 16 gigs of RAM, and um, like it it, it just like I, I had a MacBook Air before, and that was a dog of a laptop. And this thing is just like the best laptop I've ever had. You know, Let me know when you sell it to upgrade. What's that? I should sell it to you. Same. If you're gonna go for the Pro or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> In a year or so, who knows? I'm actually thinking that when the MacBook, uh, when the iMac comes out, I might get might get that. I mean, if this is doing this with a, such a thin chassis, you know, and T- Tosh could, I mean, he could tell you, like, this thing is really thin, um, and it's doing that. Could you imagine it in a bigger body uh, for iMac? Are you going to scream? Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, there's no telling what you would gain from that additional real estate. But- mm-hmm. And this is a eight. This is eight cores of, uh, and it has unified RAM. If uh, iMac comes out with like let's say up to thirty-two gigabytes of RAM, I mean that that for that's probably set for a couple of years, like a decade. Yeah, like I mean I've had my iMac for a decade, so yeah, easily. <laughs> I, I bet if I if I would repair my my old MacBook, which I still could do, I, it it would be good enough for the for the things that I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. But, but I think the, this, yeah, opens me up to uh, kind of being a little bit more ambitious. How is it? Um, so when you did, you said you did Parallels, right? Yeah. And you did, uh, so the Windows version that you got, you just get it from Microsoft's website? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I, I needed to get one that was compatible with uh, with ARM, the, you know, the chip infrastructure. But once I got, you know, uh, access to the Insider Preview, I was good. And there were no issues with anything that you needed to do on, on ARM? With the windows, no, not at all. That's nice. That's pro. Yeah, I am actually. I, I, you know, I, I was kind of surprised that I was okay with the thirteen-inch laptop, but I actually, I kind of like it because I could take it with me and not feel it at all. 
in my on my back. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is it like? Hmm. Two kilos or something, or not even? Yeah, and not even. The the, the air is not no, not even. Yours hmm. is. I just think. I, I think yours is probably two kilo. It's yours is. Yeah, two point three or something. Yeah, yeah. So mine might be actually two kilo, maybe, because I know yours is a, is just a little bit more than mine. Hmm. Nice. Where's the party? Hmm? <laughs> next, next door. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> next room, actually. No, not next door. Next oh. room. <laughs> next room in your house. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you guys having a party? Somebody is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Corona proof. <laughs> well, it's one person, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, I'm 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 happy that you uh that that is working out. I, I sound like I, I I own Apple, but uh, <laughs> no, because like it's like you know like I I I use it, and I t- I'm telling people how me like to me, I because I'm not really a laptop person, um, but like sometimes I want to sit in the living room and edit, right? And every now and then I keep thinking about getting a a, a Windows laptop. But if I get a laptop, the screen has to be good enough for me to edit, um. And mm. the MacBook Airs before this were always horrible. The screens were no good. Uh, but this MacBook Air is the first MacBook Air that they actually put the same screen minus the, resol- the minus the the, the uh, how bright the, the screen gets as your MacBook Pro, right? So they both have the same screen, except the, your MacBook Pro can go to 500 nits. This one goes up to 400. Um, I don't sit outside that much to edit, so it, it's not that big a deal. But you know, mm-hmm. but if you do sit outside, the MacBook Pro would be the one. All right, so probably soon, right, Clay? <laughs> well, right now I'm really happy with this one. I mean, so if uh, if uh, if uh, if again, like if iMac comes out with an M M one X chip or an M two chip, I'm I'm on it. They're gonna do that. They are, but uh, when is the question? Uh, how about uh, what is it? The Mac Mini? Uh, what about it? If if I would you. Would you buy one of those? No, the reason why, because I actually debated about getting that in, instead of the this, but the reason why is because to get a good monitor, that's going to cost me like, at least $1,500, right? So usually the iMac is about starting at about $1,499, uh, and that comes with a monitor. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like the way I look at it, I'm like, I'd rather not have to go get the Mac Mini than to go buy the monitor on top of that, because the, the monitor I actually really wanted was like, I think it was like sixteen hundred dollars, so that would be a, that would be about twenty six hundred dollars, because the Mac Mini that I'm gonna get has to have at least sixteen gigabytes of RAM. Mm-hmm. So you have the one you got a one terabyte Tosh uh, hard drive, yeah, or a five twelve? No, five uh, five hundred uh, gigs. Yeah, yeah, and the sixteen sixteen gigabytes is like I always thought everyone because that's what you got right sixteen gigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's. Yeah, that's the minimum for me as well. Yeah, because the thing is that, like, honestly, SSDs uh, are are so. I mean, I could, I, I'd rather like all my pictures are actually on a uh, Samsung uh, SSD, um, and I'd rather have my pictures on a, a external drive so that I could just like plug it into my iMac and work on it, and then take it off and then plug it on my my uh, MacBook Air. And so, really, I have a te- I have a terabyte in here, but I'm not even using it. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Most of the things that I don't need, I just offload to Dropbox or something. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Don't keep that much on 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 the hard drive. Right. Yep. Nice. Well, welcome to the club. <laughs> oh, thanks. Well, it feels like a welcome back. You know. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's cool to have made that sort of decade long jump. It's true. Uh, where it feels like you're 
all of a sudden working with space age space age technology because <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen a gradual path towards what the macbook is now yeah it feels good actually. even though design even though, though design wise it's still it's pretty still much a, the same it's still it's always was yeah yeah have you guys seen the have you guys seen the ads that intel is is, is pushing now i heard about it it's amazing because mm. they're like they're bashing Apple for what they're doing, and they're showing you all the reasons why. Uh, and they're using Justin Long uh, from uh, you know I'm a I'm a Mac I'm a PC. Uh, was it what was it called? The I'm a Mac I'm a PC. Uh, yeah, yeah, that campaign. So they're using him, and but they're 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 embarrassing because it's like it, it's they're 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 put, they're pointing out things that that are, are weaknesses on the MacBook. M1 side that probably soon will get resolved. <laughs> it is like, mm-hmm. like don't spend all your energy trying to to fight this battle. Just do better. Like get better, efficient with your chips. Um, and efficient, the efficient yeah, Intel chips has enough have. to worry. Was that worry about themselves? Intel has enough to worry about themselves. You know? They certainly do. They really do. So, and plus the M1 is the first load. Mm-hmm. Which is gonna be not that great, and it's actually being pretty great. So yeah, imagine that's exactly Gen what I thought. Two, three. Well, that's exactly yeah. what I thought. I thought for sure that just like you know, do I? I I don't know if Dick had his uh, if he had any of the first edition uh, Max that just went over to Intel. You know, uh, I remember I bought one and I had to return it because. Rosetta Gen 1 was horrible. Like, it did not... Like, I was nervous about this Rosetta because I'm like, well, Rosetta 2 is probably going to be just the same. And this is a completely different beast. You know, so... I I, I, I was expecting the worst. And I had a return policy and I was like, I'm just going to return it. I'm, you know, I'm not going to keep it if it's any... If it's horrible. And I plug, I installed the stuff I use and I'm, I'm like, this thing is, is, is singing. And I don't hear any noise. But is that more to do to Intel or Rosetta? Well, the thing about it is that it has not. It, it has to do with the fact that if something is that's running on the emulation is running faster than natively on an Intel machine. Mm. That's the, that, that's the issue here. Is that okay? So I'm running. So I have Capture One on my Mac, and I have Capture One on my iMac, right? My MacBook Air and my Mac and my iMac. And on the iMac, if I'm like moving a slider. It is in delay mode. Like I have moved the slider, then it like I'm moving it now. It moves, and then the effect takes effect. I do that on the on the MacBook Air. It's instantly happening, and that's under a Rosetta uh, two emulation, not mm-hmm. even native. That's crazy. Any final thoughts, Tosh? I think in the in the coming months I'll be able to tap into uh, let's say more of this thing's power. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Might start uh, adding more and more tracks and <laughs> instruments and effects to uh, to my set <laughs> to see when it breaks. Yeah, yeah. Go go all Jacob Collier on it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Any any uh, final questions for Tosh guys? <clears throat> no. No. All right, cool. All right, so Congrats. Uh, what's up? Enjoy your machine. Yes. I know yeah. the feeling when you when you make a good purchase, man. You just like yeah. Good about it. Yeah, and I consider it, you know, um, 
taking a bit of a trial trial run first and then perhaps returning it if, if it didn't work out also you know i read some of the experiences from pretty early on you know from december and uh and january you mm -hmm. know that we're talking about a lot of these compatibility issues but by now you know all of the ones that impact me have been resolved mm -hmm. okay that's good yeah silk sonic yeah silk sonic that's uh well, yeah. Have you guys heard the track? Uh, leave the door open. Leave the door open. I have not. No. No. It's pretty dope. Yeah. You haven't listened. Oh. Do it right now, man. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's only a few minutes. Yeah, so, I mean, here, seeing, even seeing those names together, the first time I saw it was just a Twitter post by a random person that just made its way into my feed. Uh -huh. Maybe it was a response to something that Bruno or, or Anderson tweeted, and it's like, oh, I'm so excited that you're making an album together. I'm like, what, what kind of crazy Kanye West-type rumor is this, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is never happening. Speaking of Kanye West, <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> He's been trending. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, I'd never in a million years expected those two names to end up together. You know, on a, on a single that maybe that, but a whole album. No, yeah. that's just you know too much to ask for. But apparently, they connected to the point where they felt like they needed to, uh, you know, spend a lot of time in the studio and, and work towards something that probably that that's going to take him to the next couple of years. The two of them, you know, because. It'd be interesting, yeah. The, the the two of them, you know, they're both powerhouses when it comes to, um, you know, tours and, and live shows, and um, and I think that you know, in in, in terms of the, the, their their brands, I think they're di different and similar enough that it's 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 going to work, you know, it's going to gel really well, you know. It's uh, you know, Bruno Mars as sort of a consummate pop writer producer hit hit canon you know mm -hmm. uh but with enough let's say musical baggage to sort of have have that that weight to be able to pull off something like 24 karat magic that whole album you know to be able to tap into all of those genres without it seeming uh you know like lame karaoke or something right <laughs> yeah but then juxtapose that with with anderson pack who you know, really came up in that, you know, came from sort of a gospel background and really lives all of these styles. Um, 
and has this real clout, you know, within the hip hop and R and B and soul world, mm-hmm. right? It's almost like Michael Jackson and Stevie Wonder making an album, you know, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson and Prince, maybe. You might think that's blasphemy right there, but you know what? Yeah. Does 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 it not hold up though? Yes, it does. I mean, uh, who yeah, else I, can you compare them to in this day and age, right? Yeah, true. Yeah, that's so. a good point. No, should and they got like this, you know. Well, I, I don't know all the music they make, but it's like an old school sound. So it's like n- it's nostalgic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they, it's like uh, a perfect blend of you know what what Anderson came with on Ventura and what Bruno Mars came with on on Twenty Four Karat Magic. Mm-hmm. You know that when you. You know, when it's, it, it basically it starts off with them more or less highlighting what Anderson is doing, right? With the drum groove, with mm-hmm. the laid back feel, with the kind of cheeky vocals, vocal mm-hmm. delivery, um, and then it just transitions to this soaring chorus. You know, that only somebody like Bruno can pull off. You know, that will just stick in your in your brain all week. You know, and yeah. That, that's I, I would love to have been like a fly on the wall for all of those studio mm. sessions. Oh yeah, or remembering the band. <laughs> well, or that <laughs> <laughs> they definitely have the best seats in the house. <laughs> yeah. No, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I couldn't be more excited. And, um, I'm hope they're going to f- follow through soon with the rest of the you know the tracks that they recorded together and the whole album, and hopefully you know they'll they'll be in a position where they can take this on the road. Mm-hmm. You mean like if the world gets back to normal? Have, have there been tours going on already? Not as far as mm-hmm. I know. That they've they've been experimenting a little bit here and there with some one-off shows. Mm-hmm. Just comedians see, uh, have. if that if that's viable at all. I guess Australian artists are tour- touring Australia, <laughs> but uh, it's Australia. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on, are they one hundred percent open? I think they are. Like Australia yeah, is like the floor of the, of the world, isn't it? Hmm. Uh, Australia is. Like, Last I heard. Yeah, I thought they were hundred percent open. Yeah. Yeah, but did you, they did y'all like, hear that Texas hundred percent open now? Is Texas? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. I heard there about you go. it. But like Australia has like a very specific set of rules for people who come into the country. It's basically the whole country is locked off its borders, kind of. That situation, mm-hmm. yeah, and I guess Australia is uniquely positioned to be able to do that, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> with True. being so isolated <laughs> from everything. Right. And New Zealand is doing the same thing, right? Who is New Zealand? Oh, okay, yeah. So b- back to uh, to Silk Sonic. So what what do you expect? Uh, Just from from no... you know, judging by this one track, what do you think the album is going to? to shape like some up penny like? penny dropper music. <laughs> Should be in there. <laughs> like I, I believe you can just play the album. You know, be like, yeah. <laughs> you don't even have to use words; just play the album. But yeah, they, they can actually do a, a wide variety of things. So yeah, that is true. I'm 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 looking forward to it. I'm 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 hoping that uh, you know that that magic occurs. Yeah. Hey, we never we haven't discussed what we listen to, have we? Or or do, do we? Well, we let's do. We can't do it this episode. We have a time. Yeah, no. But I'm saying, um, when that comes out, definitely we can we can listen. Oh yeah, yeah. You mean like go to the things? I'm always open to to new to new stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, we we could we could maybe we could uh, listen to the whole thing and then discuss it. Like, uh, 
almost like a yeah, yeah we did we did that with anderson packs yeah we did that with the right? butterfly yep the pimple butterfly as well yep yep yeah, yeah. I'm, i'm up for that yeah me too if there would be one album that i want to do this with uh would be this one mm-hmm. yeah and uh, i mean uh what kind of instills trust in me as well seeing them interact during you know their whole press uh tour mm-hmm. well mostly remote press press tour you know they basically calling in uh with a bunch of radio stations and talking about the project mm-hmm. you know their chemistry seems really genuine. genuine that's good that's good that's good there's a real uh yeah Fake sort of mutual industry. respect but you know a lot of playfulness there as well so that 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 bodes well nice now i look forward yeah, to i don't this. know how old those guys how, what, what are their ages are they about the same age that, that, oh yeah i think probably i don't know in the mid-20s i think they hover around 30 oh they're 30 already? I, don't, I, i think anderson is getting close to 30 uh, let's find that bruno he's 35 and anderson I, is I thought, 35. i thought he might have been like closer to so they're both th- they're both 35 oh really Yeah, I, I always peg Anderson to be much younger than that. Yeah, I thought he was too. I think because he came out later. Yeah, he did the freshman side for like in 2016. So yeah, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. usually kind of a young man's game, isn't it? But yeah, but yeah, then, then one of the things that was really worthwhile uh, at the Grammys this year was seeing Silk Sonic perform. Oh, they did. All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know to what extent this was, you know, a, a real. You know, Bruno Mars put out a plea on, on Twitter to the, the Grammy committee to allow him and Anderson to perform there. Mm. But, you know, mm. in, a, in a very playful way. As in, yeah, no, we're, we're just upstart. This upstart band, we really appreciate <laughs> us being considered for uh, the Grammy stage. Well, between the two of them, I think they have uh, plenty of Grammys to earn that, you know. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, but, yeah... Uh, It was kind of along the lines of uh, Bruno doing this ode to Prince with uh, the time. I don't know if that was that wasn't last year, but I think the year before. But just you know, top level of uh, a live music making, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think that that's that's what really stood out uh, in general with the Grammys this year. The the setup they had was they, well, they didn't have an audience, right? Basically, the the artists that were attending were also also the audience. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, and that made for you know a really uh, intimate atmosphere, right? They uh, well the, the the way that they started out uh, alone, they kind of had Black Pumas and Haim and uh, Yo, Harry like Styles Pumas, and Billie Eilish all in the same same room, mm-hmm. taking turns performing, and then in turn being each other's audience and that that was like oh um, yeah it's almost made me a little bit emotional you know It's this is cool. exactly the kind of thing that i've been missing you know yeah. this yeah real interaction and you know it's it's, it's it's a different story too you know versus having well next to all of these industry people also a lot of you know random celebrities in the audience you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. who don't mm-hmm. necessarily have anything to do with music versus having you know performing musicians of the caliber of, you know, the, the ones that I just mentioned that do actually play very well live and have a certain, what shall I say? Um, uh, authenticity for uh, as much as that's possible with being, you know, a, a pop act, somebody like a Harry Styles or something, but, 
I think you know what I'm getting at, right? They're they're mm-hmm. they're, they're kind of play in that um sort of old school musician territory yeah. where yeah, they they they're they're industry backed but they play, you know, mm-hmm. just like people used to play. So seeing Harry Styles react to Heim playing, that's something that, you know, is uh yeah, it's kind of a rare thing that can only happen with, with the current situation where you can't really have uh, sort of a normal audience situation with the Grammys. Mm-hmm. And then it's the same with actually handing out the awards. That's usually the thing that drags out during these uh, award shows, right? Um, yep. And even that was a lot more entertaining this time around with, well, uh, even the first re- award being given out by Lizzo to Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. You know, some, you, people, you could, some people uh, receive through Zoom, right? Some, some, uh, but most most of them were there. Yeah, Megan was there. I saw that one. Yeah, Megan had a big presence that evening. It was it's, it was really her night. Mm-hmm. Were it not that huh. uh, the last, you know, the big award should have gone to her rather than Billie Eilish, and even Billie Eilish acknowledged that, yeah. <laughs> which was one of the more awkward moments. But yeah, um, yeah, and uh, you know that exchange, there there was such a. A giddiness to it that you rarely ever see at a at an award show like this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there there were a bunch of standout, well, definitely performance moments. This uh, this uh, this this show. So uh, well, the ones that I just mentioned. Well, uh, Megan Thee Stallion tore it up <laughs> together with Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was you know. It, it almost seemed well. Pro- probably it's true though that they had all year <laughs> to prepare for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> true. Really, the what production did they was did crazy. Yeah. Was it? Was that? Did they perform up. What song did they perform? Or several uh, songs? WAP, of course. <laughs> oh, they did. Yeah, it was their debut of WAP on. Oh. <laughs> Well, possibly one of the tamest stages you can get, but (laughs) (laughs) they didn't hold back. Let's put it that way. Nice. Okay. And yeah, Dua Lipa was great. Um, She really really started to come into her own, you know. Um, You know, she's always been a great performer, but always a little bit, always felt a little bit impersonal, you know, and uh, Mm -hmm. you really saw her open up uh, this time around. Um in terms of, uh, of representation, they're trying to do a lot better because, yeah, similar to the Oscars, uh, there has been a sense always of, you know, Grammy's so white, and there's still some of that lingering. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, one of the examples being uh, a Billie Eilish willing, w- winning an award that should have gone to Megan Thee Stallion and basically all of the big awards being taken home by white artists, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah. Uh, Still, they had uh, the first ever performance by a black, uh, um, a, a black country uh, artist who was nominated for a Grammy. Right, mm-hmm. so that's really a standout moment. Yeah. Um, in terms Megan, of Megan the, the amount of representation Grammy. that that hip hop and R and B got, you know, for instance, her winning a Grammy for Song of the Year, mm-hmm. mm. and. Yeah, one of the only moments where really the, the Recording Academy uh, took the stage and, and spoke was really also to acknowledge, hey, uh, we know that we haven't always been the best in terms of uh, representing uh, really the culture of, the, let's say, the global music 
culture and community uh, the way that they should have, you know? So they're, they're, I think that this was kind of the ideal uh, moment and venue to put out a message like this where, you know, COVID being the great equalizer mm-hmm. for everyone from a Taylor Swift to uh, a Mega Thee Stallion to both Lil Baby and Da Baby who are both... <laughs> <laughs> we both performed and both did great, you know. Uh, I like Lil Baby. I I uh, I was skeptical, but man, he, he also he really tore it up. He had this whole. It was almost like a short film that he presented on on the it grand album, stage. My turn. It was, it's, I'll, I'll definitely give that a listen. Is that, is that the one that has uh, the song "Bigger Picture"? Uh, I think so. That that was the song that he performed. Like I, w- I was floored. Even Post Malone, man. <laughs> I mean. Uh, Really, to be honest, you can't you can't hate on the guy, but you know he can. I mean, you can't love him either, though, can you? I, I think I do, though. <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah. I mean, he's he's actually. I, I'm not talking about him personally. Like his music, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he does. He does. It's it's new. I'm neutral on him. Like the, the funny thing is that sometimes um, his songs at the beginning, I like them. And then, and then it gets to a point where I'm like, okay, I've heard enough of it, where there are some songs that I could listen to forever. So I don't hate on him. I don't super love him, but, uh, he's, I'm neutral. (laughs) (laughs) That that's, that's good enough. Yeah. Uh, I mean, BTS, (laughs) they, they, they couldn't come over. So they, they basically rebuilt the whole Grammy stage uh, over in Seoul. (laughs) Wow, bro! Awesome. <laughs> and recorded a performance from there, which uh, wow, you know, was as BTS as she could could get, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but really, uh, really entertaining. So, so really, what I'm trying to get to is the Grammys were worthwhile this year, and I hope this will set the template for years to come. You know, where it it, it again becomes more about showcasing music and showcasing musicians rather than being this industry pat on the back type of thing, which is, which it still is. And which is always, it's always gone to be, but, um, this time around, you could really feel a sense of, of, of real effort from all the artists that were standing there, which is understandable. You know, this is probably for a lot of them is sort of the only real performance that they're going to give <laughs> this, yeah. this year right. or have in the past year. Right. Right. Yeah. So I guess next year we'll 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 watch it and and have a review and and see if they actually learned anything or if it's that was just a blip. Yeah, I'll, I'll be interested in doing that. Yeah. And uh, Tosh, um, the bigger picture's on under my turn deluxe, so it's not like on the original release. Oh, I see. It's a bonus track. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. It was also interesting that the Black Pumas get nominated for uh, album of the year, but it was for the deluxe edition of their album. Mm. It's kind of really, really. I guess that that was the only way that it could get get nominated because <laughs> it's the last the colors came out in 2018, I think, or something. Oh. Yo, but Black Pumas, right? Yeah, I, I didn't know about this. I didn't know they just ended up in my music uh, one time, and I was like, "Who is this?" Mm. I, I didn't, I didn't know about them. Did yeah, we talk about them? I think I heard them. I, I heard about them randomly from a colleague or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't but know. Yeah, they they instantly them. grabbed me. Like, I, I woke up to it one time. Oh, okay. I go check it out. I don't know anything about them. Pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing that I tried to make a, a big deal out of, which was kind of interesting, was uh, Beyonce uh, breaking a record. What was Or that? having the record for most Grammys won by any artist ever, male <laughs> or female. Really? Is that uh, true? 
it is true hmm. as of now. Interesting. But yeah, then the irony comes that whenever there are, she's up for awards that matter, she doesn't get them. <laughs> she's always snubbed, you know. <laughs> yeah. Again, think of the moment that Kanye West uh, sort of stepped on the stage with Taylor Guy. Yes, how can we (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But again, I think they're trying to set a a new example as uh, as we're going to acknowledge all of the great talent that's not your, uh, you know, sort of the usual suspects, you know, your... uh, I mean, no, 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 no hate ever to Taylor Swift because all... I really like her recent two albums and she did really well. Uh, you know, uh, when she, when her turn came to perform, but Mm -hmm. I mean, give other people a shot, you know, (laughs) that's (laughs) kind of what I'm saying. Yeah. I was joking earlier, but Megan decided should have just, she should have brought Kanye with her. (laughs) Kind of like as a threat, like, Hey, Hey, I I mean, I would imagine Kanye's band. Don't you think? Band. I'm kidding. Then he, he, he got into some some shadiness over urinating <laughs> on his Grammy. Isn't, isn't that what happened? Oh, wow, really? And then I think he still won one this year, not one of the main stage ones, oh. <laughs> but I think he still won one. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, let's wrap this puppy up. Uh yes, yes. Final thoughts. Yes. I mean, I, we don't have any thoughts on the Grammys because. No, I don't. But uh, Tosh, any, I any, might, I might watch it. Uh, yeah, I'm, maybe I'll, I'll watch it. But uh, let, let's, let's go and watch them. Skip through the things that you don't want to watch. Exactly. And, uh, just zoom uh, in on the all the great performances. Yep. Tosh, question: mm-hmm. Was the weekend missed? I, I would have hoped that, you know, maybe as an offhand remark, maybe Trevor, Trevor Noah hosted. By the way, uh, oh, he did. That he would have said something, maybe jokingly about it, but no, he that they his specter was there, but they didn't say anything about him. Hold really? on, what happened to him? He got, he got he he wasn't nominated for anything. Oh, which is a travesty, you know, yeah. like uh, for blinding lights alone. He had a whole. I mean, I think I, I I wore out his record, man, like crazy. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's wow. uh maybe they didn't, maybe they didn't like a Super Bowl performance. <laughs> well, who, who who would like that? Tell me, come on. Actually, no, I liked it. That camera work made me dizzy. I couldn't even pay attention to anything else. Well, camera work. What I was feeling it, and then I was like, yeah. Hmm? Yeah, you know what it was? That that show that he did at the, at the Super Bowl mm-hmm. that belonged at the Grammys. Mm, good point. Mm. It was a little bit over people's heads, I think, at, at the Super Bowl. Yeah, you're right. To be honest, you know what? That might be it. You might be right. I was like feeling it, and then I look at social media. I'm like, oh, they, they, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm way off. But. You might be right. You know, you know, you know what it is? Like the, the weekend, he he writes bangers all of the time, but he's not, you know, a hype artist like no, like a Beyonce is. You know, right? It's all very drugged out, very. Uh, <laughs> very drowsy you know and uh yeah, yeah that, that's not the greatest match with you know you're not going to hold people's attention with that necessarily All right unless it's a music event you know yeah mm-hmm. all righty well any give us a, your final thoughts on uh on the grammys tosh it, 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 it gave me back some some trust in, in the, the grammys yeah. as an institution right mm-hmm. so i was kind of over it and i i didn't consider i consider not watching it it was actually before Silk Sonic mostly that I wanted oh, to watch okay. it. Gotcha. Hmm. So I'm glad I did. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So we we shall wrap this puppy up. 
Where shall we? Rap, rap. Where shall we find you, Ty? You can't find me nowhere. <laughs> okay. You're antisocial? Hey. Uh, yeah, antisocial. Right. Well, you'll find, you, you, when you see his name, it'll have Tayo9 on Twitter or Instagram. I'll decide when I'm editing which one will add to his name. Except for one platform, though, uh, right, Ty? Oh, oh you Where Tayo9 was already taken. Oh, have <laughs> <laughs> we tried it already, Tosh? No, I have not. He no. has not. He's still, my invite. The invite is still sitting in my inbox. <laughs> Hasn't expired yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tell my anchor. I mean, not anchor. Uh, uh, the other one, uh, Clubhouse. Uh, Clubhouse. Yeah. When is that thing gonna die? Uh, it's it's, hey, it's coming Clay, because title Twitter, got sold. Uh, well, Twitter is is implementing a, a, a something with uh, chat rooms, uh, and uh, so is. Another platform, so it always happens. Yeah, exactly. But Clay, yeah. uh, real quick, you know, title got bought. Yeah. Oh, it did. Yeah. By who? By oh, I forgot God. his name. It's uh Square, right? Oh, Jack Dorsey. Yeah. Yeah. You kidding That's me? <laughs> so Jay Z is is he out completely or what? He's on. He still got like a position, but he made money though. Oh yeah, he definitely made money. He oh, Jack Dorsey did Dre rob with it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but he bought it for, only, for $297 million. So, that, that, I mean, they wanted way more than that, I think. Yeah, so it wasn't that big, right? Yeah, it wasn't that big, but they wanted, they wanted, I mean, they probably, that's amazing, though. So, actually, JC sells his majority stake in title to uh, Jack Dorsey. Smart. So, yeah. Smart on both parts, actually. I mean, you keep saying it's going to die, it's dead. <laughs> well, the, the the reason why I'm saying it's smart is because you have Jack Jersey has, who has Square behind them, and he has Twitter. So you could actually have music shared on Twitter if you, so you know, I mean, it, it could he could make it work. I don't know what he's going to do with it, but it could make it work. Yeah, but they, oh, do you think they're going to rebrand to... as Twitter music or something? That would be smart, actually. Oh, that wow. would stand. That would actually probably make more sense, really, because title. I mean, who who know who knows the name title? People know the name Twitter. I guess people who look for recent Beyonce music or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, he did have that going. Oh, well, like, um, Tidal is, well, they try to be known for their high fidelity. For high right? fidelity, yes. But then they finally but, gave you low fidelity, too. Or regular fidelity. But I believe, like, the people who actually care about high fidelity uh, use a different service, right? Do they? I don't remember how, what's her Oh, the pan. Was, wait, wait, you mean the pan pano thing? What's it called? Um, I don't know. I don't know what they use, but because uh, I'm, I, you know, I don't know. Streaming is streaming. All right, so let's let's give get, get Dick out of here. Dick, where shall we find you? Oh yeah, um, all right, strip clubs. Not <laughs> a, Texas is one hundred percent open. Uh, Dick, Dick Daily, on, I Dick underscore Daily on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Places, right? Yep. You're on Clubhouse, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I mean. <laughs> All right. Tosh? Uh, as always, Tosh Palak on Twitter. Cool. I'm CW Daily everywhere, and we are Cybercast everywhere. If we are there, come check us out. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. 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 Later. Don't say that. Shut your trap. I'm sipping wine. Sip, sip. In a robe. Trip, trip.
I look too good, look too good to be alone. House clean, my pool warm, just shake smooth like a newborn. We should be dancing, romancing in the east swing and the west wing of this mansion. What's happening? I am playing no games. Every word that I say is coming straight from my heart. So. Thank you.